Good morning and welcome to our daily word and prayer. This is Wednesday morning, June 23rd. I'm Tom Short, so glad to have you along as we get into the Word of God. And or today we're going to focus on a story of applying some principles and teachings in the Word of God. I'm so glad to have you along if you're back day after day. I know it's a blessing to you. If you're new today, make sure you subscribe, hit the, the notify button, like button, leave a comment, share with your friends. Let's build our community together. I, By the way, I'd announced that I was, wouldn't be here the next couple of days. Looks like I probably will be. Where we were headed, a little bit of a weather wasn't quite as nice as we were expecting. So <clears throat> we've postponed our little getaway. So we'll be back. I'll be back tomorrow morning as well. I've um, Yesterday I talked about is your cup half empty, half full, and our cup is overflowing, and the need for us to have a positive attitude, even in difficult, trying situations, because our, we walk by faith, not by sight. We want to have a spirit of faith. We want to have a spirit of hope. We want to um, believe the best for our future, not, uh, not being unrealistic, not denying difficult situations we may be in. But believing the promise of Romans 8.28, that God will work and God does work all things together for good to those of us who love him and are called according to his purposes. And even if it's not until we see him in glory, we have every blessing will be there for us. And many will be here still even on this earth as well. So I promised to share a story called uh, How I Overcame Destructive Discouragement. So here we go. This will take us back to 1978, and a very significant event happened in my life. Now, the time I was leading a, a portion of our church, we were divided. There was probably a group of 70, 80, 90 people that, that I was one of the leaders of. And, uh, but I was not a pastor, and this, was, this had been my life ambition. It's been my the last several years. I felt this was my calling in life. I felt this is what God is really leading me to do. He'd affirmed it through other people. And so... I'd made great sacrifices and commitments and decisions to really give myself, put all my eggs in this one basket, shall we say, that this was going to be my future. I was going to be a pastor in the church. And, and we were going to have a, um, a review, and if I passed the review, then I would be recognized and appointed as a pastor. And I entered into this in March of 1978 into this review time with three other of our current pastors who were going to be reviewing some aspects of my life. I entered in with a confidence that I was going to that was going to get the green light. Uh, my previous review had been about six months earlier. It had been very, very positive. There was no, nothing really in the way, but just one small thing, and I think I'd done pretty well on that. So I entered in with a great deal of confidence that this meeting was going to go my way, and I was going to be recognized as a, appointed, ordained as a pastor as a, you know, as a result of it. But... I had a, I had, I sat down in the room, and there were three, one there, one there, and one there, and um, and I went in with positive hopes and expectations, and the very first thing said to me after you know greetings, we sat down, was my best friend, who was a pastor and who knew me quite quite well, looked me straight in the eye, and he said this, Tom, we think you're a great guy. We think you have tremendous potential. We think you're, you're going to be a great leader. But you've got a problem. You have a problem with discouragement. And we want to tell you something. Your problem is a bad problem. 
You can you will never be a leader with it. You'll never be a leader in this church until you overcome that problem of discouragement. That was not what I expected to hear. As a matter of fact, that was about the most discouraging thing I could possibly hear. Um, I don't know how you would respond in a moment like that. But I sat there stunned. My lip began to quiver. I kind of had to bite it. My tears welled up in my eyes. I felt, uh, I had all kinds of emotions. I don't remember anything else said after that. I remember there was some effort to encourage me to talk specific. I don't remember another thing that we even talked about, to be honest. I was just kind of stunned. I was, I, I felt exposed. I felt humiliated. I felt somewhat betrayed because the brother who shared that with me, my best friend, I'd been so open and so vulnerable with. And I and and tr- and I had been trying. I knew I had this problem. I knew I'd get times when I'd just be so discouraged, so down. Wouldn't even want to get out of bed. Wouldn't want to face the day. Wouldn't kind of have the strength, or you know, I I would just be bummed out. And sometimes I didn't know why. I look back now. I don't know whether it was uh, just spiritual attack, spiritual oppression. I don't know whether I was just not walking in faith. Maybe I wasn't eating right. Maybe I wasn't getting enough sleep. I, that could have been a problem. And sometimes we don't have the energy to fight. But I just had sometimes had this dark cloud hanging over my head of depression, discouragement, unbelief, um, um, accusations against myself. I'm no good. I'm a failure. I've blown it. How could God be happy with me? All these negative thoughts that would just overwhelm me and discourage me. And it wasn't always... But there were times it would just come upon me and overwhelm me. And usually when that happened, I'd be very quick to go be open and share with this other brother and say, I need some help. I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm discouraged. I don't even know why. Ask me any question you want. I'll answer any, anything you ask me. I'm just going to be open, vulnerable. And usually talking with him would help me some. But um, when he shared that with me, I felt like, wow, I'd shared a lot of that in confidence with you, and now you've told these other guys. So like I said, I felt exposed, humiliated, a little bit betrayed. Worst of all, I think I felt hopeless because I had learned how to manage my problem, but I'd assumed I would never really overcome it. By manage, I meant this. I could control when I looked, when I could, I could control how people saw me. When I was in a group, I could put on a smile and be, be doing fine and appear fine. But down deep, I was still struggling. And he knew it because I was open and vulnerable with him. So I learned how to control or how to manage my problem. But I had no idea how to overcome it. And so I felt hopeless. I felt like I've given it all I've got. And I'm never going to really change. And now they're telling me that what I really felt was my calling in life from God was never going to be given to me unless I overcame this. What did I do after that? Well, I went for a long, 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 long walk. All afternoon, this was a morning meeting, and all afternoon I went out in a park and I just thought, I thought about running away. I thought about leaving. I thought, of, I don't need these people. I don't need this church. I don't need to go through this. I'll go some other church, start all over again. Never let them know my problem. And keep my problem hidden, and that way I'll never have to really deal with it because I knew how to hide it. I thought all these different things. This is what I'll do. And, uh, and I really contemplated that. Thank the Lord I didn't. Because I'll tell you how I overcame this. 
I wish I could, I wish I could say these were the promises, this was the technique, these were the three steps that I took. Can't do that. The way I overcame, there are three points, but it's, it might not be what you expect. Number one, I just didn't give up. I didn't give up. I went back home that night. I was living with one of the pastors and his family. I went back home that night and, or that, that evening and joined him for dinner. After being, like I said, humiliated, exposed, betrayed, maybe a little angry, feeling hopeless, and wanting to give up, simply going back and sitting down at dinner that night, I didn't give up. I didn't leave. I didn't say I've had it. Lots of times we do that. We say, I've, I've reached my limit with you people. I'm giving up. I didn't. Number two, going back to dinner that night was an act of humility. I don't think I saw it that way. I didn't, I, but, but just the fact that I, I, I felt like, wow, here I am. If I'm going to go back and sit there at dinner, try and, put a, try, and, try and rejoice like the Lord. Try and be obedient. Try and say, okay, I'm going to work on this. I don't know what to do. I feel kind of hopeless. But I'm not going to give up. I'm going to hang in there. Both of the, going back to dinner that night, it was persevering, not giving up, and it was humility because my pride had been wounded. And I could have easily just said, I'm not going to take this. But there's a third thing that I think was really, really important, and that is this. How did I overcome this discouragement? I had people in my life who cared enough to be tough with me. I had people in my life who cared enough to be tough. Bottom line is I overcame because I had to. I overcame because I had a calling from God in my life and the, there was an obstacle in the way of that calling being fulfilled and that obstacle was me. It wasn't the other brothers. It wasn't their criticism of me. It was me. It was my problem. And I had some brothers who loved me enough to call me out on it to, to call me on the carpet, to make me face up to it, to tell me it's not enough to manage my problem. God expects me to overcome my problem, to beat this thing. Had they, not, had they just been compassionate, kind, understanding, and, and a, and a con compassionate ear upon me and not demanded this of me, who knows what my life would have turned out, how, how my life would have turned out to be. I might have gone on for years after that and, and had a, a, and tolerated tolerated deep depression and discouragement in my own life. As it was, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I do thank God, and I give praise to God, and I, and I, I thank God for those men, as hard and painful as it was. You know, the Scripture says in Proverbs 27, 6, faithful are the wounds of a friend, but deceitful are the kisses of an enemy. Faithful are the wounds of a friend. I was wounded that day. I was wounded badly. My pride was wounded. My hope was wounded. My, a lot of things in me internally were wounded that day, but it was good because it made a difference in my life and my future. And I'm grateful. At the time, I struggled, but I'm grateful they did it. And I'm grateful I persevered by the grace of God. I didn't give up. I've really thought of it. I'm grateful that God gave me grace as a result of humbling myself, receiving that reproof, receiving that admonition, and simply, like I said, going back to dinner that night instead of running away. So I share this with you, and I encourage you today. Discouragement 
is a destructive sin. Sometimes we don't think of it as that. As that. It was destructive in my life. Jesus, we're told in the Bible, only be strong to Joshua, only be strong and very courageous. Discouragement, what's it mean? To lack confidence, to lack enthusiasm. Sometimes to, it's like, I think of or like depression, like, you know, you got a pillow and you push down on it and it just doesn't pop back up, you know, and it, it just stays depressed. Sometimes circumstances would push on me and I would just be depressed. But by the grace of God, and that's not common in my life anymore. I imagine some of you might say, Tom, I can't even imagine you ever had some of these problems. You're not, being, you're not telling us a tale, are you? I'm telling you the truth, and I give thanks to God. And I want to encourage you. God can change us in significant ways. God can break through. He is the God of the breakthrough. He is the God to transform us. Um, I didn't think I could change. I didn't think I thought I could manage my problem. I didn't think I could change. And when others demanded that of me, that's when things changed. And it did change. And for, to be honest, it was only a matter of months later that some of those very same men came to me and, and said, Tom, we have seen a noticeable change in your life. And they had confidence in me. They believed in me. And, um, and I thank God for that. Amen. Father in heaven, we give you thanks for the, your, your ways. Your ways are not our ways. Your ways are as high as the heavens are above the earth. I want to thank you this morning, Lord, right now. I want to thank you for those three men, Terry and Dennis and Mike, who spoke hard truth into my life that day, who loved me enough to tell me not what I wanted to hear, but what I needed to hear who were faithful enough and loving enough to wound me. And Lord, in doing so, they, they brought your healing into my life. They brought your power into my life. I want to thank you, Lord, for that day that humbled me, broke me of pride, areas where I was trusting in myself and areas where I thought more highly of myself than I ought to. Lord, they made me face up to some real destructive a really destructive attitude in my life. I want to thank you for their kindness. I want to thank you for their firmness. I want to thank you for their courage to say those things to me. And I want to thank you, Father, that by your grace and by, by the Spirit of God, I just they must have been praying for me because, Lord, I was so tempted to walk away to leave them, to say, I've had enough, no, way for, no, no future with you guys, to stiffen my neck, harden my heart, and reject their reproof. Lord, I want to thank you by your grace. I didn't. I didn't do that. Thank you. Your spirit helped me to humble myself, to persevere, and just continue on. And so, Lord, I, this is a, such important, whatever, whatever it is that we battle in life, because we all have our battles and whatever it is, Lord, I do pray that we would have people in our lives who, who call us on the carpet when they need to, who lovingly, graciously, in kindness, smite us, as David said, let the righteous smite me with kindness, who indeed bring us to a point of facing up to the things that are destroying us, holding us back from being all we could be, holding us back from the fruitfulness that you desire to be in our life. 
And Father, that when we encounter that, oh, give us the grace to respond with gratitude and humility rather than with pride and hard-heartedness and stiff neck. We pray for this, Father. We pray, Father, I pray for each of us on this live stream, each of us listening today. Lord, make us people we're not. Transform us deeply. Lord, give us victories where we thought we could never really change. Help us, Lord, where we think we can only, that it's enough to manage or do a little bit better. Show us, Lord, that you are capable and able to take a weakness and make it a strength, a character deficiency, and make it into a a platform of of, of where where we shine. I want to thank you, Lord, and I humble myself, and I want to thank you that you've given me a positive faith-filled optimism in life. And I thank you, Lord, that I'm, I'm not constantly battling that discouragement that once, once uh, was devastating. I give you glory. I give you praise. I thank you, Holy Spirit. I thank you. Your word transforms us. Lord, I thank you that that day when it just seemed I lacked hope that I could ever, would ever make it that indeed the breakthrough was right under my nose. It was coming. At the time that it seemed most hopeless, the breakthrough was just days away. And I bless you for that, Lord. And I pray for every one of us that we would be people who don't lose hope, but trust in you. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Our cup does overflow. We bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. True story. I don't. I, to my knowledge, I've not exaggerated that one bit. And um, and I can and I can say it with a smile on my face now. But believe me, there was a broken heart and tears in my eyes then. But God brought me through, and He can do that with you. So never lose heart. Never lose hope. And uh, our God is the God of breakthroughs. It says the God of the breakthrough. He can break through in our lives. All right, folks. Hey, I love you guys. So glad that you join me each day. Do do like this video and do um, share it with some friends. And I will look forward to seeing you tomorrow again as we gather again for a time of encouragement from God's Word and for prayer together. You have a blessed day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.